welcome to the Parenting in Uniform podcast. I'm your host, Claudia. I became a mom after 16 years of active duty service. That's when I discovered the unique challenges service members face during pregnancy, postpartum recovery, breastfeeding, and just dealing with military life while balancing families at home. I hope this podcast helps to enlighten senior leaders and new moms alike on parenting while serving our nation. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Today, we are speaking with Shane Gitmed. Shane does a lot of things, but today she's speaking to us primarily as a holistic health and life coach and the host of the Carpe Diem Living podcast. Welcome, Shane. Hi, thank you so much for having me today. Sure. Thank you uh, for being here. Please tell us a little bit about yourself and your health story and how it is that you got into holistic health. Yes. So I'm currently back home in military moves and life changes. I'm a single mom to a toddler named Dylan, and he's just amazing. And basically I was a military spouse for many years and, but I loved it. I I loved the lifestyle. I loved, well, take that, not necessarily the lifestyle, but the things you experience throughout the lifestyle, like the, you know, the moving, getting to experience different places, So for me, my journey goes back to when I first, right out of high school, I, we had gotten married, we got our first duty station and that was in Fort Bliss, Texas. And my holistic wellness journey definitely ties into just throughout those years, because back then no one really knew what holistic was when there wasn't enough information out there. And it was definitely like going through a rabbit hole, just learning things over time. And so, I mean, growing up, I was very healthy. I didn't have any major issues. I just had asthma, but you don't really think of that as like, that's pretty normal if you have it, countless people have it. So I started experiencing a lot of health scares during the time I was living in Fort Bliss, Texas. And at that time, my son's dad was stationed in Afghanistan, or I'm sorry, he was deployed in Afghanistan for nine months. And it was just, it was terrible because you're in a new city. You don't know very many people. Luckily, the other women in our FRG were super nice and I was the youngest one there. So um, it was nice being able to meet others and learn from them, especially since they've been military spouses for years at this point. And I was brand new. I was brand new to all of this. But during that time, I was experiencing a like really severe allergies from hives, food insensitivities. I really could not eat like 90% of things. And that's pretty devastating when you're used to having this normal life and not having any major problems to that. And my friends and family thought, well, maybe it's the environment. Maybe it's, you know, all the new changes. And I was like, but that doesn't make sense. And so through the military, I was able to see an allergy specialist And I know we're going to be talking about allergies because, you know, this is for the spring. So this totally relates, but I would see this allergy specialist that I got referred to and I was given all different types of medication just to figure out the hives. And I also got skin testing done just so they can kind of pinpoint, well, what's causing it. And that's when I figured out that, oh my gosh, 90% of things are triggering these hives. And And this is where it gets a little bit tricky. So when I got testing done, it came out that I was just very allergic through my genes. Like, I guess I had really high histamine levels and according to the allergy specialist, which he was, he's an amazing person. And he definitely helped me a lot at that time. He told me that 
eventually it would have happened anyway. Like it was just only a matter of time. And if you keep eating these things that you're allergic to, it's going to get worse. And I was, so what that did was it made me scared of food. (laughs) It made me deathly afraid to eat anything that I possibly might have a reaction to because my hives would show up in like many different ways. Some of times it would show up on my neck, my face, on my arms, like you just never knew. So it definitely created a really bad food relationship for many years. And it got to a point where I was like, man, I just want to be able to eat everything like other people, like all these healthy meals, all of these, you know, cleanses that you could do. And I felt so restricted and it's hard enough when you are, you know, living the military life. And in a, in some ways you are restricted too, right? Like you're told when to move, when not to move or, or when you can go on vacation. Like it's just, there's so many things, layers to it. So what ultimately happened was because my allergies never improved and they kept recommending all these different treatments. The crazy part is, okay. So in El Paso, it's considered the Southwest region and I was allergic to Southwest plants. That's what was coming up in the test results. So my expression that day was like, wait, so you're literally telling me just by living here, I'm going to have hives, like no matter what I do. So what did that do? That made me afraid to leave my house. (laughs) I was afraid to go outside because I'm like, even the air, like I can't even just go out and do things. And so I would have air purifiers. I was constantly just like on edge and it got so bad mental health wise where I was like, I just need to take a break. Like I need to take a break from school. I need to take a break from my job. And at this time, this is kind kind of crazy too. It leads into how I became the serial entrepreneur I am now because my remote working career began at all at the same time. So even though I'm dealing with all these crazy health things, I'm also learning about how to heal myself, how to get out of the situation I'm in. Cause I know it didn't, everything I was being told didn't feel right intuitively. And also how to have a flexible type of career so I can always take it wherever I go. Because my ultimate goal, especially as a military spouse was how can I, maintain flexibility in my work. So no matter where we have to move, it, it won't change. Like I don't have to worry about starting over, you know, trying to find a new job. And that's what a lot of military spouses go through is they find because of the gaps in their employment and their employment history, it's really hard to start over every three to four years. So that's, that's mainly how that journey began. So yeah, if you have any questions so far, like how all of that came about, that's like the cusp of the journey. Wow. That, that's quite a story for sure. It sounds like you had a pretty good support network, fortunately, when you were at Fort Bliss. But I'll have to say one of the things that I always hear about that people love about Fort Bliss is is the food, <laughs> the Mexican food. So I can't even imagine not being able to, did you have an issue with that? I imagine corn was probably a problem for you too. Yes. Corn, avocado, like basically. Avocados. The, I know. I know. It was terrible. I was like, what? I couldn't have strawberries, blueberries. Like I'm telling you the list goes on like out of fruits. The only things that didn't give me a reaction were apples, bananas, pears, that's it. And then when it came, and then even vegetables, the only vegetables I could have were, it was just spinach and lettuce. Like I'm telling you, it was so crazy. I don't know how I even like, I don't know the the thought of it is just like, I already 
overall, like, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm like super picky, but I'm very selective, but it's crazy because now that I can eat everything, I, it kind of did the reverse effect where I'm like, oh, I'm going to be more explorative and open-minded about food because now I can have it. And it's like, I don't have to be afraid of it anymore. So yeah, I'd love to tell your listeners on how you can reverse all of that and not be in fear of, you know, food allergies anymore. So yes. And so, and you mentioned it's the spring. So I really suffer from hay fever, but not as much as I used to. And I found that, you know, as soon as I kind of cleaned up my diet and got rid of a lot of refined foods that it's pretty good. And I had done allergy testing when I was in college and found that, yeah, I was allergic to all pollen, dust mites, you know, a lot of the typical stuff, pet dander and everything, but I really don't have issues anymore. Uh, And I wish I had known that, you know, that it was as simple as cleaning up your diet sometimes, but I didn't have food sensitivities like you're talking about, but I was on uh, prescription allergy meds for a long time. And I probably didn't need to be as long as I was like Claritin and Flonase. Were you on a lot of meds too then? I was because growing up, I did have, you know, those types of allergy to allergies too. like during the spring, um, I did do the Flonase, I tried the Claritin. Um, and that was the extent of that. But that's when coming to Fort Bliss, it was just like an eye opener. I was like, Oh, my gosh, like, there's so many more things you can be allergic to. And the extensive testing was just um, as much as I love data and like learning at the same time, I was like, Oh, what are these test results going to say now? And it almost programmed me to just expect bad news. Like I naturally am very optimistic and like, I always like to see the the silver lining in things, but when you're going through that type of stuff where it's like all this negativity, right? Like you're, you're, you feel like you're on this uphill battle and you're just trying to come, come to terms with like answers. And this is where because my allergies were so bad. And yeah, I was on the prescription meds through my allergy specialist. And I mean, I'm sure you know this, but prescription medication affects the liver, so many other organs, and that can lead to other health problems. Because if your organs are being weakened, then it's even harder to combat things that may come about later. So so yeah, at that time, I was not applying holistic things yet because I, I didn't know about them. I just assumed that anything you may need, it's going to be in a bottle, <laughs> you know, it's going to be from a doctor. And, and so that's where, when we, when nothing was working, that's how we got the compassionate reassignment. And for those that don't know what that is, it's where, let's say you have a health condition where you need to go see, I don't know, just a different type of specialist that's not in your local area. And we did look into that actually, now that I just realized there is an allergy, an allergy study center that was about a couple of hours away. I believe it was in Colorado. And we even looked into that. We're like, okay, if, if we can't figure it out and get the treatment here, then I was willing to get admitted into their treatment center and just figure out my allergies there while he stayed at Fort Bliss. Like, that's how bad I was like, I really don't want him to have to like move things around just for me if he doesn't have to. But honestly, he didn't, we didn't really like El Paso all that much because of the weather being from California and then going to a desert. It's like, oh, like it's just very different. But yes, the food was, was great. So that nothing against the food. So the compassionate reassignment, he had to do a lot of different paperwork, talk to his chain of command and figure out how we can move to another duty station. And they didn't really give us like options like, okay, where do you want to move? It was kind of like, well, what 
fits best with your guys's needs. So a lot of paperwork. I had to see my PCM a lot. She had to fill out pa- like tons of packets just to prove that this, these are what my conditions are. These are the treatments I've had. They're not working. And so we need to move you. So at this point, we had been at Fort Bliss for coming up on three years. So it's like, in a way, we probably would have had to PCS anyway, but his unit wasn't mentioning anything really. And a lot of the guys that were in his unit had been there for well over six years. So there was a possibility that if we didn't even put in this compassionate reassignment, we probably would have been there longer. So I feel like it was pure luck because these things can take really long. Um, he sub- He finally got all the paperwork together, submitted it. And within a month, they were like, okay, you guys have orders super fast. And I was just shocked. And he had just been back from Afghanistan for a couple of months at this point. And so it was like, okay, brand new start. And I was just so excited to to just think like, okay, like finally, I won't have to take these medications anymore. The day that we PCS and we were loading everything up, because for the most part, we had the movers pack our things, take them, but we took some stuff. So we did end up hauling a car. So it was a, it was a partial move, but I remember just chucking my prescription bottle. (laughs) I was like, I am so done with these. It's done. And I was just so excited. And yeah. So let me think. So when we got to Fort Stewart, that is when the holistic journey started. So I'd love to talk about the types of foods you can eat, the supplements you can take, and just mindset, because that really comes with all of this too. Yes, that is quite a journey. So I'm really excited to hear that your compassionate reassignment was approved so quickly. Well, once it was approved that you received orders really quickly, you know, there was no delay from there. And can I just ask a little bit like about your husband's job? Did he end up getting an assignment though that was good for his career? You know, wasn't anything that was necessarily going to risk his progress? Right. So he, at this time he was an Intel analyst and he did have plans. So At this time, he was freshly promoted. And of course, like the last thing you want to do is PCS after you just got promoted within your unit. But luckily, this unit was really great to him. He they helped him out a lot in the transition. It was nerve wracking because he's like, okay, like I'm going to have to start all over once I get to Fort Stewart. And so we had connections to people that were already stationed there. He was able to talk to the people in his unit prior. So he already kind of got a feeler for that. And then when he transitioned, since he was deployed, he always knew that he wanted to do the Green to Gold program. And that's where you go from enlisted to an officer. And I remember when he first mentioned it to me, it was one of, you know, when you're deployed, you don't really know when you can contact your family, but we were having a conversation through Skype and that's when he mentioned it. And I was like, huh, that sounds really interesting. And the person that had actually sparked that idea was his first sergeant. And so, and they're still super close now, but yeah. And so that's how, when we got to Fort Stewart, that was his main focus was getting the prerequisites, getting the the right amount of credits that he needs so he can qualify to get his bachelor's and then from there be able to apply for the actual program itself. And through that program, that's how we ended up back in our home state, California, so he can complete that transition. So while he's working on his career, just working on that transition part of his life, I was dealing still with like all of my health things. So even though allergies were my main concern, what ended up happening was I was having gut issues. And if you're familiar at all with holistic health, we learned that 
this, the gut is our second brain. If there's something going on with, of course, digestion, allergies, anxiety, anything that you may be feeling or going through health-wise, it's going to be related back to the gut. And so it, it was crazy. It, it almost felt like a domino effect because I was confused. I was like, how am I dealing with so many gut issues when I already can't eat very much? So now I had to deal with going to the PCM again, referrals. And it turns out that I had something going on with my colon. And I was like, okay, great. Now it's another thing. So this is where the, the just once again, the negativity, I'm like, gosh, I really thought moving over here was going to be a fresh start. If it's not one thing, it's another thing. And I mean, it just, it, it felt like nothing was going to improve. I was like, all right, this is just my life. Like, I'm just going to have multiple health conditions at a young age, and I'm just going to have to manage them. After dealing with that, the allergy aspect on how I started to improve them was through cleaning out my gut. So number one tip, if you're dealing with anything related to what I dealt with is detoxifying yourself. So meaning doing a colon cleanse holistically and what you can do. And this is what I did. My my very first step was doing a 10 day guided cleanse with only raw fruits and veggies. And what that does is it resets your body because, you know, over, over the years, you know, you're eating all these types of things and some things are not necessarily considered food because there's, you know, a lot of sugar, there's a lot of extra chemicals, especially the types of food we have in our country. And what the body really needs is the purest form of food, which is going to be raw fruits and veggies. That's what will reset. So I did that. The parasite cleanse, or you can take things for parasites, which I know you really wanted to cover. And I love talking about how to deal with, you know, doing parasite cleanses because you see such a huge difference in your health once you stay on top of it. I mean, 95% of people have parasites. And this is what I've come to learn through my mentors through other holistic health experts and parasites can actually be linked to so many illnesses, diseases, allergies, food sensitivities. There's countless things, even anxiety, like a lot of it is rooted to that. And so when I, I mean, trust me, as soon as I found out that these natural healing methods were the key I just went off the rails. I was like, okay, I'm going to learn everything I can. I'm going to try all the things. It doesn't hurt. I mean, I discovered so much more. I'm telling you, there's so many layers to this that even if you have allergies, that's also linked to your liver. So meaning that if your liver is not functioning as well as it should, because the liver is known, that's, that's how you detox, right? That's, I had to strengthen my liver. So I had to take liver supplements And even with the parasite formulas that I've taken and they're all wildcrafted herbs. So I I hope people don't think it's like another medication. No, these are all natural things that that it's organic and you can get it from any herbologist. I personally use food over drugs. That's the brand I use. Um, She's located here in California and it works wonders. And I, I think the biggest part that I just have to mention is all of this comes with just being super aware being super aware of your body and, you know, what makes it react, what doesn't, you know, tracking certain triggers, like what, what's causing you to bloat, what's, you know, causing your hives to come about. So there's going to be a lot of kind of like invest investigative work in the beginning when you're trying to pinpoint what's going on with your body. But yeah, parasites can be a really tricky thing. (laughs) 
Can, can you talk a little bit about the gut as the second brain? So you mentioned that, you know, the gut's tied to the brain. How in the world is that possible? <laughs> right, right. So the best way I can describe it without getting like all sciencey, because even like I, I'm no scientist, but these things completely make sense. So think of, so your body, think of it as a vehicle, depending on what you eat, what you drink, that's, that's what you're using to fuel your body. So if you're eating, you know, feed a lot of junk food, food that's like high in fats. I know for a lot of people, if they have gut issues, it's linked to dairy, gluten, all those things over time, just weaken, they can weaken your stomach lining. They weaken your organs. It, it can go on and on. So, and so what I figured out was since I already wasn't eating well-balanced meals because at the time I couldn't because of my allergies, my gut was being effective, affected severely. And I wasn't, that's how my colon issues came about because I wasn't having, um, everything just wasn't functioning properly because I wasn't giving it the right things. And so when you clean that out, when you completely clean out your gut, that hard reset is basically Tell, it's helping your body regenerate itself. It's helping your body heal itself. And that's a narrative I never even thought was a thing. I was like, what? Like, how can the body heal itself? Like you assume that when you are diagnosed with even one thing, you're like, oh, okay. Like not that you're damaged goods, but it's like, okay, my body's damaged and I'm just going to have to maintain, maintain, maintain. And prescription medications are just a band-aid versus finding the root of the problem. And so for me, if it wasn't for seeing a functional medicine doctor, that's, that's the huge part. So other than getting testing done through a functional medicine doctor, naturopaths, you won't exactly know like what's going on inside, you know, what organs need some help if you have parasites, but I figured out 95% of people do. If you have small children, pets, if you eat sushi, you know, you walk outside barefoot. There's so many ways you could get parasites. It's funny. I just had sushi yesterday. And right after I ate my dinner, I was like, all right, taking parasite cleanse <laughs> because we, I already know that like it comes from that. So it, I don't want people to think like, okay, I can't live. Like I can't, you know, eat a lot of things, but there are ways to, you know, allow yourself to, you know, live a little. Yes, you can have the sushi, but make sure you're on top of your your parasite cleanse. Um, but yeah, the second brain, it's, it's interesting when you, you know, make those conscious choices of like what you're eating, what you're drinking. I cut out a lot of sugary drinks, definitely no soda because another aspect of this is, okay. Are you familiar with alkaline water? I have to ask. Yes, I have an episode about breaking poor food habits with Arlene Santiago, and we we discuss alkalinity and how sugar is really acid, and what that's and we kind of go into why sugar is so bad for you. Okay, perfect. Yeah, because alkaline water—that's another aspect to all of this. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, holistic health, there is a million layers, but when you bring it all together, that's when you can really reap the benefits and see a lot of improvements with your health. Yeah. So with alkaline water, I do a lot of consulting with clients regarding that because one of our family businesses is we have alkaline, we have alkaline water machine products that we we educate people on, we bring awareness on like why it's very important to have 
not just a clean water source, but, but a healthy water source. Cause water can be very healthy, especially if you have high quality, <laughs> high quality water, like alkaline, and it has a lot of health benefits in there, like natural electrolytes. What else? It helps you restore your natural body's um, pH levels. That's a, that's a whole nother, <laughs> a whole nother thing. But yeah, when you apply all these different modalities, you will see a huge difference within your health. So for what worked for me was reversing my allergies. I did that through parasite cleansing, cleanses that involved raw, raw fruits and veggies. I'm not taking any shakes. I'm not doing any magic pill. It's all through food. And that's where I'm so passionate about choosing food over drugs. What the body needs is clean, clean foods as much as possible. Herbs, huge fan of herbs. There's herbs for just about anything that you may have. Yes. High quality water, like alkaline water, super important. And, and I did, I mentioned this in another interview I've done, but blueberries, if you're a fan of blueberries, I'm happy to tell you that they are a natural antihistamine. And isn't that ironic that I was told that blueberries I was highly allergic to but had I been eating blueberries, like in moderation, of course, I don't want any hives. That's actually going to help my allergies go down. So <laughs> there's a lot of things. I'm just like, what? Like, how did I get so much contradicting information? So it's crazy what you find when you really dig around and speak to other experts in this field. Yes. Wow. Blueberries. That's great. I love blueberries. Uh, does that include frozen as well? Does it matter? You can do, you can do frozen. One of the, if you really like to make smoothies, especially if you you're aiming for, you know, high antioxidants, wild blueberries is really, really good for you because they're the most potent and it really does help restore the liver. So medical medium is another reference that I like to mention because he has a plethora of knowledge when it comes to what, and this is what I didn't know growing up was each food item, yes, you're told fruits and veggies are good for you, but he dives into why each of these fruits and veggies are good for you, like what the exact benefits are. Who is so, that again? Medical medium. So yes, that's where I learned about celery juicing, how celery juicing can get rid of viruses that are stored in the liver. And since I brought this up is that also aided with with eczema that I got later on in life, anything that's going on with the skin is actually related to the, to the liver as well. That's another thing I found out through my years of experimenting and celery juicing not only reduces inflammation and helps you cleanse, it helps with your digestion and it, it gets rid of the viruses that are stored in your liver that can cause acne, psoriasis, eczema, and just countless other things as well. So, um, yeah. You're, <laughs> yeah, you're not talking about like, it's not like something you can buy in the store, either celery juice, you're talking about juicing at home. You can buy it, but honestly, I've like never seen it. Yeah. I know it's so much more convenient to buy, but if you, if you have a mission, if you, especially if you're, there's a lot of things in your health, you want to improve, you got to go as as natural as possible. So if you can juice your own, you would get the most benefits that way, most definitely. 
Right. You mentioned fun- functional medicine doctor, naturopathic doctor, and I have two interviews with Dr. Lauren Steinman, if anybody wants more information about it. So I believe it's episodes number seven and number 30 as well. And she really gets into natural ways to boost immunity. And that goes right back into the whole healthy gut and, you know, healing leaky gut. That's kind of what the term you'll, you'll hear and use the importance of probiotics as well. Did, did you get into that too? Yes, there were probiotics that I had tried. I remember when I saw my functional medicine doctor, he, he definitely directed me. He's like, okay, since your gut needs X, Y, Z, yes, probiotics, this is the type of foods you need to eat more often than not um, to get your gut back. So it's like, in a way I had to trace my steps back and just undo all the damage that had come about. Okay. And it takes time. None of this is a quick fix, right? Like it's not a, not like you can just take a pill and the next day you wake up and you're fine. No. And I think that's what people have to realize is like, it, it is, it's very easy to just take a pill, you know, minimize your symptoms. So you don't really, you know, feel it or see it. Like in my case, I didn't really see many hives anymore, but if you really want to heal, if you truly want to get rid of that issue, you have to go to the root of the problem. So it is, it's going to take time. It's going to take commitment. It's going to take, you know, just staying really persistent on it because I mean, for me, I would never, I don't regret anything at all because now I see long lasting results versus a quick fix. That's only worsening, you know, my, my organs. Like I already knew my liver was not the greatest after I figured out, you know, all the symptoms I was experiencing. So if you want to be able to not be on medication, really get to the bottom of your health conditions, you got to do the work, but I promise you it is worth the journey. And when you see those results, it's, it's just the best feeling. Can we talk a little bit about parasites again? So you mentioned 95% of people have parasites. And this isn't necessarily like all bad parada- parasites or all they all, are they all bad? Because that's super gross. And then, you know, how in the world do we get parasites even just walking barefoot? <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, when I was first told through my testing that I had parasites, I was like, what? Like I was super grossed out. I was like, what in the world does that mean? Like, and why? But yeah, it's what I've come, you know, I, in my mind, I've just normalized. I'm like, okay, it's since I found out it's 95% of people, it's like, well, I'm not going to get rid of my dogs. (laughs) I have a toddler right now. Like I know that I basically, I'm more prone to getting them. So at this point it's like, well, I'm just going to have to make sure that I maintain it. And I, the way I feel better about it is like, well, at least I'm not taking medication. These are natural herbs. And overall, I know it's just helping to make sure like my gut doesn't get messed up again. And I know it definitely brought down my allergies because I, I haven't taken allergy medication in forever. Um, I know, and you know what I used to do, Claudia, when I would get so desperate if I missed a certain food was when I was in Georgia, if I really wanted avocados, like I'm just like, oh, I just really want some avocado toast. I would take a Benadryl right after I would eat it. I'm like, okay, that's going to, that's how I'm going to cheat it. Like, I really want to eat this thing. I know technically it's good for you, but I don't want hives. So I'm just going to take Benadryl. And that was such, no, like that's not the dance you want to go. Like if you truly want to be able to enjoy these foods without worrying at all, just clean up the gut, clean up the gut, take the parasite cleanse. I mean, there's so many different products out there for that, but yeah, I feel like 
the more you you learn about what parasites can cause, you, you'll stop at nothing to make sure that you're on top of it. Because I, yeah, when you asked about walking on the ground, to be honest, like I've never done that, but oh, and then I even heard that you can even get it when you're gardening with your bare hands. So really that's what I, that's why it makes sense on 95% of people having them. Cause you can get it in so many different ways. It's just part of, part of life. It seems like it's just one of those things like you can avoid. These are microscopic, but if you don't want them to like manifest within your body, that's how you, that's why you tame it with herbs. Right. I know someone who he had all these mystery illnesses that just kept happening, like all random things. And he eventually got tested. His doctor asked him, like, do you travel a lot? He said, yeah, all the time. And he had been to South America, to Africa, and was kind of like doing the glamping thing, right? So he's out in nature. And it turned out it was parasites. And all of us in the military, you know, in the army in particular, we tend to get down close (laughs) and personal with nature a lot. Yeah. (laughs) When you're in the field. Mm -hmm, Definitely. Deployments too. Oh, right, right. Because, you know, you're having to eat and drink, you know, the stuff over there and you don't know, you know, where it's all coming from sometimes. So I, I get that. So, and I mean, that's why they say like, yeah, when you go to Mexico, don't drink the water. And cause, and that's where I'm just like, yeah, like all of these things matter. Like everything that we consume and we're around, like, that's why I mentioned the awareness and, um, you know, you got to be resilient through your health journey. I know a lot of people that have had issues with their gut in the past and you just can't give up. You really can't give up. And we truly have to kind of re- reframe our thoughts on, when you get diagnosed with something, it's not a life sentence. All of these things can be reversed with time, with the right information, with the right specialist and, and with the right, right herbs. So yeah, I'm, I I hope this was super helpful for those. And I'm happy to answer any questions if anyone ever wants to reach out about all the things I did. And yeah, I'm just so passionate about this topic. (laughs) Right. So how can people reach you? Yes. So you can find me on Instagram at Shane Gitmed. And I also have my own show if you want to check that out where I talk about all health things, all wellness. And that is Carpe Diem Living Podcast. I mean, you can shoot me an email too, if you want. And that's Shane at Carpe Diem Co. C-O, not com.co. Okay. And Gitmed is spelled G-I-T-M-E-D. Perfect. Yes. Thank you very much, Shane. I really appreciate you sharing your story with us. Thank you so much. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and share it with someone who can benefit from this information. You can also follow the Parenting in Uniform Facebook page to stay up to date on the latest news related to military parents and families. Thank you for listening. This podcast has no affiliation with the Department of Defense, nor any of the military units or organizations mentioned. This podcast is for information only. Statements and views made by guests are not necessarily those of the host, and no statements should be construed as fact or medical advice.